What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brand News Show. It's been a minute since I've done one of these. Underdog to success, man. I've done. I haven't done a, one of these in a year. So, man. <laughs> so, shout out to my family, like always. Kick your heels up, entertainment, man. I appreciate it. You guys again giving me this opportunity. Talk to another amazing, incredible artist, legend. Oh, legend. Come cut that out, man. You make me sound old yeah. when you say legend, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, you've been doing this longer than I've been here, man. Oh, but, man, man, I'm so appreciative, man, to be sitting here talking to you, man. Tell everybody about you, man, about the music, yeah. man, everything, man. For sure. I appreciate you having me on, man. Such an honor and a pleasure, privilege. When I got the call, man, I hopped to it. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's do what we got to do, man. Let's, let's do it. So I appreciate you just exposing me to your platform. So it's, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope, for sure. Man, I... More importantly, man, you you doing this for me, man. I appreciate it. Like I said, I haven't done this in a, a year. Wow, that's like, big. Like a year span. Yeah, I haven't done yeah. an interview in like a year. So to to like sit down with another artist like you, man, and, and just soak the game up, man, because you, you teaching me stuff. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning things from y'all, man. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, wow, like that's what's wow, up. Like, yeah. that's, dope. that's really dope. It humbles me for you to say that. So it's so good, man. It's it, it's a process. Is is they say it's a game. I don't know if it's a game. It's real life, and you know people put the game spin on it, man, it, to do with it what they think they need to. And um, I'm just cut from something different. Um, loving people and just trying to help people get to their next place. So that's what it is for me, for sure. Man, thank you for doing this yeah. for, with me, man. I appreciate the opportunity Dope. to talk to you, man. Uh, you said. You know, you're coming on my platform. It's a, it's a chance for me to get on yours, man. I appreciate that. Really man. dope. Thanks so much, man. Man, let's get into it, man. Yeah. You come from the '90s, man. '90s group, man. So R&B, of course. I'm a I'm a '94 baby, so of course the '90s R&B. That's my that's me. You know what I'm mm. saying? So, what was it like to to be in that 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 era of '90s R&B? Like to be a part of a group like like you guys had, what was that like to have that type of energy around you guys every time? Like, what was that like? I mean, well, growing up, like, you know, doing, you know, kind of the high, the highest level of music, to me, it came out of those eras. You know what I mean? I mean, with the, with the hip hop that took the world by storm, nobody expected it. It was supposed to be a fad. And, you know, we're celebrating 50 years of it. So that's yeah. dope, you know, to um, be a part of just the culture, be a part of the music. It, it's, um, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better, you know, situation. You know, um, the aura of the the, the era, um, just the environment during that time, oh, man, you had to be there to experience it, to taste it, to enjoy the energy. Of course, it has its flaws, you know, with everything that happened during the 80s and the 90s. Um, but if I was to take something, like, great out of that era, it was certainly the music, man. That is, you know, everybody had their first kiss off some of the 90s songs, you know, at least for my era, you know, and people really, really enjoyed it. And um, you couldn't ask for a better situation, you know. So growing up that time, listening to all of these great individuals come up, they kind of... They, they kind of built the Bible for what R&B is right now. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you got to look back and see 
like some of the stuff, you know, we're trying to do right now, you know, they're trying to do right now, it's already been done. I, it's difficult. Like the music now is kind of, it's, it's difficult to get in the, in, in the essence of it because it was, it had, you know, that era had such influence. So you wonder why it's difficult to hear it is because the innovation, the creativity that we were kind of doing that back then, it was unheard of. So as hip hop was growing, R&B was growing, the essence of R&B, the essence of music, you, you, you can't recreate that era if you tried to. You couldn't. You couldn't. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 This, this, yeah, uh, man. This era sucks when it comes to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, I won't say it like that, but it, it's how it comes off. It's just like, this era yeah. sucks when it comes to or, originality mm -hmm. and, and authenticity. Like, there's nobody that really is really honing into a skill. They don't know really what a skill is because they just hopping on waves and trends. Yeah. It's, it's not a yeah. skill. It's, it's just yeah. what's hot right now. Whereas for like, when I go back and I listen to the 90s and I listen to the early 2000s, I'm like, this is original. Yeah. It might not have been perfect, but it's original. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, it, I sorry to cut you off, but, but go, go, that's, go, go, go. That, that's what really made the era... Um, what it was because we you know we got laughed at if we tried to sound like anybody like you did not want to be out here trying to sing like stevie wonder you could not do that because you know you don't really necessarily want somebody to kind of reference you as somebody else you want your own style you want your own sound and these days that's how folks is really making a living is off of sounding like somebody else and it's unfortunate i mean i can't hate too much off of it everybody had an you know, had somebody that really helped them, you know, through their musical journey, kind of helped through, through your musical journey with what they were doing. But nowadays, it just seems like it's just what the trend is. Um, so it's unfortunate. Um, I, I can't even say I disagree with you, but I have to agree with you because it, from, from where I'm from, mm -hmm. it, it just wasn't something that we were trying to do. We were trying to get our own sound, our own ability, our own everything. It was just something that was personal to us. You guys had originality. You guys were authentic. But you guys were something that these new kids are not hungry. Yeah. It's it's that it's, it's that one hit wonder. It's that one hit wonder. It's that it's that. Like so so many people are aren't really trying to, you know, you know, the bodies of works are absent. You know, everybody's with the with the singles and um I, I like hearing a whole album. I like hearing 10, 12, 15 songs. Uh, I love the EPs, yes, don't get me wrong, yes, but that's the introduction to me to the album. You know, singles is kind of like the introduction to the EP. EPs are the introduction to the album, it's a process. But these cats, you know, some people are just kind of hitting them with the single, 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 and I get it, you know, uh, the algorithm, the uh, algorithms kind of yeah. make it difficult for us to really hone in on exactly what we're going to do. So there's a whole bunch of different things, a whole bunch of different elements that kind of give us what we have today. It ain't just one thing. It's kind of a culmination of different things from 360 deals to people just kind of, uh, you know, take advantage of our culture and just, just trying to dismantle everything that we believe is pure. Um, and this is what we got today, man. <laughs> 
So it's gonna take uh, us, it's gonna take people like you um in your platform to really push that envelope to really get the information out there to people that there's something else out here. You know, we, we can't get stuck on that. I definitely. I, it's hard to find, like, cause right now I was I'm listening to like uh Killer Mike new album. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is this is real. Like I can I can it's hear music. The real like god damn like okay this is this is what I I like I like this and it's yeah. hard like you said it's hard to find that like I can do the the the, the drill music trap music stuff like that that's cool yeah. I can do it yeah but it's but that's when I grew up that was balanced yeah, yeah for it's... Jay for Jay Z that was a Nas for Wayne that was a Kanye. Yeah. Uh, uh, T.I. Ludacris, you know, a T.I. that was a Ludacris. For Jeezy, that was, you know, a Common. For Rick Ross, that was a Lupe. They had balance. What the hell is the balance? Like, I'm uh, trying to figure this it's... out so much. Like, what is, where is the balance? And maybe it was the 2010s because you had Kendrick, uh, you had Cole, you had yeah. Drake, you had, you had the open, honest artists. But now these dudes, now it's just like, uh, but I can gotta... do it, but it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I'm going to have to point to this. I don't know how much it's just going to ruffle a couple of feathers. I'm going to say this, man. Um, I know you can really, really see now that there's an agenda. And the agenda mm. is not necessarily um, uh, geared Make towards... Make real music. Yeah. Make real music. Yeah. yeah. That's not the agenda. The agenda is something else. And I'm going to leave the audience you know, to kind of do their research and find out for themselves what the agenda is. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, if you can tell what the music is like mass chaos, it's mass chaos. You know, instead of just talking about where we from, and where we at, these people are really per perpetuating an idea that's like really, really doing a number on our community. And it is very unfortunate that, you know, some of these young kids ain't coming from, you know, homes or, or, or parents that's going to really teach them. And if they are, they're so far out there looking for bread. You know, I mean, they ain't really listening to nothing. You know, and some of these kids is making more money than their mother and father put together. So it's like, what can you really tell them? You know, and it, the perspectives that we have and the understanding and the mind that we have uh, to be better individuals, you know, those kids ain't doing nothing but trying to get that money. That's it. And they don't have the understanding that, you know, you got to take that money. You got to do something with it, you know, give back to your community and put some music out there that's going to be positive to help the community. I'm not saying don't be ratchet. I'm not saying that. Because a little bit of that is kind of part of our culture. You know, we're going to be a little yeah. ratchet. You know, we you know, we got that uncle that always at the, you know, cook out drunk, you know, got that, you know, aunt that, you know, she smoke a little bit, you know, so you still going to love her. <laughs> everybody got ratchet. But everybody just look at us, just, man, oh, man just pray for us, something. But but right now, it's like everybody's just trying to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you don't really know. Other than just just do your very best. I mean, this is a conversation just like the LeBron James and the Michael Jordan conversation that we will have forever and ever and ever. There will never be an answer to it. Some people will have an answer. Some people won't. Some people, it's all over the place. So we just got to do our very best to focus on something that's going to help us. That's all. Yeah, you talk about brother and feathers. I got, I got, I'm gonna run some feathers right here. LeBron James is third, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if this is a conversation. <laughs> LeBron James is third. Mike is one. Kobe's two. LeBron's no. third. And, and that's the thing. You are entitled to your opinion. It is what it is. You've got to believe that. You know, it's gonna to be error, it's gonna be error-based anyway. 
It's going to be really based is. anyway. It's going to be depending it on really who is. you look at, who you ask. Some people are going to look at stats. Some some people are going to look like how they run a team. Someone is going to look like you know their knowledge of the game, their 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 athletic skill set, whatever it is they package, whatever it is, they're going to look at a whole bunch of different things. The end of the day is it's just going to be geared by whatever you come come up in. I enjoy LeBron. I enjoy Kobe Bryant. I enjoy Michael Jordan. Who's the best? It's up to you. No, them Jordan. cats are making tremendous amount of money. Who it's like? <laughs> What? Who cares? Y'all, I'm not having this conversation with people, man. No, no way. <laughs> no way. Yeah, but get back to music. I went. Yeah. Uh, I went back. I went to a, a concert just recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Sharon, he's one of my favorite artists. Okay. Yeah. And I went to go see his concert, and walking out the concert, you seeing old people, young people, black, white. Yes. Like everywhere, like everyone. This is in the. This is literally an NRG because I live in Houston. This is the yeah. NRG like stadium. This yeah. man has everybody in this building. Everybody. I I'm love sitting. That. I'm sitting and talking to this man. He's talking about how he's he's you know he he travels for his job. He said, "Man, me and my wife finally just we got the tickets. We came. It was just something that we wanted to do. She mm. loves him. I love him." Mm. I was like, well, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, like that, yeah. And that's that's the beauty of music, which brings me to your single, because I was listening to that today, and I'm like, yeah. he is preaching the same message in this <laughs> single. Like, like it don't matter what your race is. Love is the answer, is the key. Just Everything. love what you love, man. And Everything. It's not, it's not that hard. And I was like, damn, yeah. It related, because I'm like, I just went to this show, and I saw this with my yes. eyes. When, yes. when, music is uni- when music is universal, Mm. You can't really put it in a box. Yes, absolutely. You can't. It's, it's that was really the goal. I've always, 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 always not wanting to be like like so one dimensional as far as my music is concerned. I mean, I always wanted to. I can write country songs. I can write. I'm not a rapper, but I can probably write rap. I can do any sort of genre. I've done reggae. I've done salsa. I've done gospel, R&B, quartet, whatever it is. I've done, I don't know, you can pull out the banjos and the accordion and get cra- and get cracking. I just always wanted to not just be so one-dimensional. You know what I mean? And it it, it causes us really as, as a culture. And I, and I keep going back to culture because I think it's important. You just can't be so conscious of what we are um, and not really look beyond. I'm not saying leave us. I'm not saying walk away. It'll be difficult because we look the way we look and we can't change that. You know what I mean? But we have to be a little more broader in our perspective when it comes to music. And um, I love R&B. That's home for me. I love gospel. That's home to me. Um, I also love country. I love a whole bunch of different things. This song, This Love Is All We Need, was something that was born out of that. Just wanting to kind of touch everybody because we need to love. We can love our neighbors I mean, I got this neighbor that lived next door to me. He's just hollering and screaming all the time. And every time I see him outside, you know, he's, hey, how you doing, Kenny? I'm like, hey, I'm doing good, man. Why is it that you're yelling in the middle of the night for no reason? <laughs> you know, he's, he's apologizing to me like, man, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I just got a lot going. I'm like, man, look, calm down, bro. We need some help. Like, where do we need to go to get you some counseling from, you know, so you don't have to feel like you were in torment every night? Like, what do we need to do to make sure you're good? So that's, that to me, that's love. So I ain't going to call the police on them every five minutes. Like, 
find out what's wrong with him. Say, see, maybe you can talk to him a little bit. You know, you can drop some knowledge on him and say, hey, man, you ain't got to do all that, bro. Come on, man. You want to go for coffee or something? Take you to lunch or something. So that's, that's, that's what we need to be. That's what, how we need to react in our lives. You know what I mean? That's, that's going to help us as a community. And it's going to help us look a little better than we are right now. Because, I mean, everybody seems to be scared. Of, like, why are you just got to say thank you, please. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. How you doing? Good morning. You know what I mean? That'll give people a different perspective. We got to love everybody. Man. We want to be loved. We got to love everybody, too. So. Yeah. Anytime I get an interview, I thank the people that's sending me the interview. I, yeah. I, I say thank you for the opportunity. Because it could be anybody in this in this. Yeah. right now talking to you it could be anybody right right but it's right. the fact but but it's still humbleness in there like mm-hmm. you know because that's something that you gotta learn as as life goes on because this ain't easy man like life is not it. fair life is not fair it. we get that yeah. but it's 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 a it's a trial by error right world we live in it is right. what it is you're gonna, right. you're gonna fail more than you succeed that's, that's what people fact. don't understand that's a fact it, People don't understand that for some apparent reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Things are going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It just happens. I mean, yeah. and you said something about the culture, man. And it's, it's I got my thing about the culture. And it, my thing, of, my, my feeling towards the culture is like when I see certain people do stuff and like they get mad at certain artists for like not particularly coming and doing their show or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you're portraying the negative parts of the culture. If I don't come on there and say something crazy and I'll mm. get your clips up and your mm. views up, mm. it's not a real conversation to you. Whereas for like this is, I don't want to ever come off. And, you know, that's why I ask people before we even start. Right. Can we just talk? Or, Let's talk. Know, Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Because there are right. limits. Because I know how mm. people can. I know how people are working in this world now mm-hmm. because they're so afraid to say something and then it gets put on social media and then yeah. they, they seem like the anti whatever or it goes against the character that demeanor mm-hmm. and it's like that's not a that's not what i do here i try to give right. everybody that perfect you know that opportunity not perfect but at least that opportunity to explain themselves and who they are mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes you know as an artist mm-hmm. do you feel like in your in your craft is that why music is so you know I call this a diary, I guess. Is that mm. why it's like music is your expression? Is this your like the therapy session? You just get out there and just say, and I'm gonna I'm do what I gotta do. Yeah, it's it's a that's a great question because I've always believed that your artistry and the thing that you're gifted with is something that's going to help somebody. Whatever your gift is, um, um, it will as the as the scripture would say, it makes room for you, and the room that we're talking about is kind of gives people more exposure to hear your expression of whatever it is. Um, that's why the artist is very important. So if the artist is tainted, if they have another agenda, that's going to push somebody else's agenda. That's not uh, for our culture. We got to be careful of those individuals because they're going to push an agenda. That's not necessarily the way we want to be um, um, portrayed. So an artist with a positive perspective, and that's really pushing an agenda and specifically for love, that's going to hopefully, um, you know, spread that a little wider. You know, our gift is going to make the room. You know, we, we are the kind of, quote unquote, prophets, you know, of the sound of music. And we have to give 
the essence of who we are in the atmosphere of the world. It has to be something that we embrace and that we handle responsibly because what sometimes we do not handle it responsibly and we're out here doing all sorts of things. Now, I'm not saying we're never going to have a problem or issue or a thing that we don't do well. We ain't going to be perfect, but, but don't put that out there so much, you know? So any question that I'm ever asked, it's going to be coming out of a great place. It's going to be coming out of a heart that wants to see people progress. It's going to come out of a heart that's want to see progression in the world. I don't want to see anybody poor. I don't want to see anybody without. And if I can do something within my music that's going to help somebody, that's what it is. I have no problem with any question. Um, only because and sometimes people don't people have problems with questions because they don't want to be honest. <laughs> Maybe they have somebody in their back, you know, kind of jerking on that chain and say, don't say that, don't say this, don't say that. But nah, I mean, I, I just think it's important that as artists, you know, we're gifted with a gift that we have to give the gift back you know, and be responsible with it. So I hope that answers your question. I did. It did, yeah. man. Because um, we live in right now in a world where they're trying to take away the First Amendment, freedom mm -hmm. of speech, mm -hmm. freedom of thought, freedom of expression trying and nobody realizes why they don't realize how much they're trying to take that away because they're just you're yep. worried about the second amendment the first amendment is the one we should really pay more attention to because they're trying to ask off to take that away right. from us right and, and right. every every new app that comes out every new social media app they do they're doing it to test us and see how how stupid we are to just quickly do something just to be like, see, this is why we got to get rid of it. it and, and, and as an artist, as a musician, as a man that, that expresses himself through the words, mm -hmm. is that something that you do pay attention to? Because this, it, cause this yeah. world that we live in is... is cause, <laughs> <laughs> this is a spinny motherfucker, but uh, it's like, God damn, really? <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> um, I, I, um, I, I, I don't like to be a conspiracy theorist, but I, I have to agree that there are powers that be that want certain things kind of put in the lid in a, in a little mason jar unopened without it ever being oozed out. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what the algorithms are. You know, they're mm -hmm. going to put out, you know, what they want to feed the masses. And I'm going to say this. Um, we, as the consumer, need to be a whole lot conscious of different things. Because if we're not conscious of some things that's going on out in the world, we will be taken advantage of. And, you know, that yes, <laughs> there's a, um, uh, the law always says, you know, they're not responsible for your ignorance of it. You know, so whatever the law is out there, if, if you say, well, I didn't know I was supposed to have a new decal on my plates, they're going to still write that ticket. <laughs> so, you know, the law is, doesn't have anything to do with your ignorance of the law. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. So we got to be responsible. Um, and that's the agenda that we have to continue to push. If we stop, you know, all of these things. So sometimes they'll put up something from somebody else compared to somebody else. They have a person that they want to put up but as opposed to something positive, something that's going to mm -hmm. help our community. You know, how do we get healthy? It, uh, a, you have to really dig for information to really get the true essence of it. You know, how do we learn? Got to read. You got to find out what to read and what not to read. See what's or pay attention to what's propaganda, what's real, what's foolishness, what's dumb. 
You know what I mean? And, and use your brain. You know, God gave us all a brain to think. So I'm big on perspectives. Let me hear what your perspective is, because it's going to really tell me what the essence of your future is going to be. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You got to be self-aware. And nobody is self-aware nowadays. <laughs> nobody is self-aware. Nah, they're not thinking for themselves. Everything is smart, this, nope. smart, that. You know, every, you know, everybody turns on the GPS when they go to it. They could be living in the same state that they've been living for 20 years, and they still turn on the GPS to, to, to go where they're going. It's like... <laughs> Everything, yeah, after, anything. Like, like after I like, okay. So like, when I come back from like going from a concert, after I get to the point where I know where I'm at, I cut mm. the GPS off. I don't even yeah. know. I, I know where I'm at now. I know exactly you know where it. I'm at. I know. I know, you know how far it. I gotta go. I know what I gotta do. And I feel like a lot of times that is the world we live in. Yes. We have so many people that's just living with a GPS. You know yes. where you at, but you mm. just you can't turn it off because you don't yeah. know what's really the destination that you're going. I mean, and think about this. So it seems like I'm taking a little conspiracy theorist uh, uh, position here. It seems like you don't know where you're going. So it's a global positioning system. So it seems like something is just trying to keep track of where you're, where you're going all the time. And if you keep it on, if they keep pushing it on you, like this is what you gotta do, this is what you gotta do, they'll always know where you're gonna be, wherever you are. You wonder how they know where COVID folks were? They keep on putting it in their phone that I was here. You know what it, it, it's mm-hmm. it's just all of these sorts of things we gotta pay attention to. <laughs> you know what I mean? The food we eat. Why are we still eating with salt, with iodized salt? You know what I mean? Why are we still eating food that's kind of is poison, poisoning us? Why are we still Eating that fast food restaurants that we know ain't cooking real food. It's like we know it, but because we're so common and so used to it, they push those agendas. Yeah. So yeah. we got to be smart, man. If we as a community, just anybody, anybody that want to think better, stop promoting all of this stuff that's kind of doing us dirty and doing us wrong, not making us the way we need to be. You'll see a whole difference. But whatever they're doing, is that's the biggest marketing plan that's working and they're not going to change it. <laughs> it's working. Working. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's an interesting world we live in right now because mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's people that want to be so-called woke but don't know what the fuck that is That's at all. Facts. <laughs> have no idea what that is. And Facts. you have people that, that, are, that are the puppet with the hand up the ass, and they just doing whatever the master tells them to do. For sure. Sure. It's a very, it is a very small percentage of people that kind of know. I'm not that. I'm not that. So what the fuck am I? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Very true. Very true. Hey, I'm not that. I'm not that. So what am I? I'm in the middle. Like this is not good. Yeah. I don't... They make us. They make. They make folks like that feel they're not normal. And, they make folks like. They... Yeah, they yeah. make folks that think and have perspective, and you know. And I, I always say the proverbial picket sign, you know, folks that kind of challenge everything, they think those folks are crazy. It was like, no, they're not crazy. Just think, listen to what they're saying. Like, take, take it easy. Mm-hmm. All right, now, nobody wants to hand up their ass every five seconds and say, oh, no, go here, go there. But nowadays, they don't even have to do that. All they got to do is put something on the Internet and somebody will run to Kingdom Kong with it like crazy. We got to be smart. We got to be smart. I'm not saying we're not smart. Just so we're really not using our brain to its full capacity. That's all. 
and I can have this conversation with you because you've been around this for a while and you yeah. know how this goes and you've seen the music industry particularly change their demeanor on how things are done. Like mm. when I was a kid, there used to be a CD that your ass had to get up and go get. <laughs> if you like Straight the album, up. all right, go get it. Straight, <laughs> all right, yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Right. Straight I know up. what's going to I know what's going to Walmart because I want to split them. So I'm going to Target. Right. <laughs> I'm Best Buy. That's I'm going fact. to get <laughs> like, like, that was That's a, a fact. That was a, there was a CD deck yeah. in your car. There was a tape set in your car. Like, and now it's like, it's on your phone. You don't need any of that shit. <laughs> you don't need anything. You don't need your license, your credit cards, your bank account information. You don't have to go to the bank nowadays. I remember on Fridays, it used to be a madhouse. Everybody's going to the bank. You don't have to do none of that stuff anymore. I'm not saying every one of those things are bad. Some of them are good, but some yeah. of them kind of, you know, what I'm you know, trying to figure out, like, what was the first thing that happened as far as music? I think the MP3, yeah. something, something came to make it, to make it, I think it was MP3. The MP3 was. was the thing that started because people started, you know, transmitting music by MP3 or the email. Boom, boom, boom. Hey. And then iPod. The iPod, oof. And then that came, and then it, like, it just, it then it went after that. that was when I tell fight. you, it blew up. It blew. And it was quick. CDs did not last long. CDs came oh, after tape decks. And after CDs came, it was very fast. MP3s came. And I think I heard um, Barry White saying, um, what's going to really make the music industry great and not great? is the implementation of digital music. That's what he said. He said that years ago. Mm -hmm. Right why he said that. He said, you got to be careful. You know, just computerized wow. music. He saw that coming. And he wasn't wrong. He was <laughs> not wrong. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I, I see some people try to keep the nostalgia of, um, of the, you know, hip hop and the, you know, with the old, you know, email systems and the NPCs, but you got to crank that stuff out fast, fast. And everybody is doing the computer music. There's nothing wrong with it. And I don't even yeah. know if it's ever going to change. So, you know, you got to kind of. Get, it's getting worse. It's getting worse because <laughs> now you got AI. So it's, it's, it's getting, it's getting it's like worse. Every time, every time you get used to one thing, something else comes. It's getting worse. It's like... Which is, which, which makes me weird, like, makes me realize why all these damn artists are now selling their catalogs. Because yeah. like, like you can't be screaming AI is gonna be the death of music, but yet you selling your catalog so your voice can be used for AI. It doesn't. That shit don't kind of. It's ass backwards in my mind. Like, it's, it's it's crazy, man. Everybody want that check and they getting it. So I don't really, yeah. I don't really hate them for doing that. I I kind of you know, if, if somebody gonna give you forty million or a hundred and something million dollars for your catalog, uh, man, you you rich. Mikey, you hundred million. Yeah, you ain't got to do music ever in your life. So I can't hate her for doing it, but you know, it's for artists, you know, that are on the lower level trying to get up to that level. It's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult. Yeah. What was some of the influences that got you into music? Well, some of the influences. My dad was a was a musician himself. Um, he is being the first one that um, uh, introduced me to music. Um, 
he played Stevie Wonder regularly on a uh, on a record. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so it was him. Of course, I got turned on to so many, um, um, you know, producers like your like your Teddy Riley, Rodney Jerkins. As time went on, um, and I never knew coming up. I really never knew. No, no, nobody really had the money to see, you know, these these people in action. So you were in the back of the CD covers or the tape decks, you know, tape players, looking at who the credits were, and um, some I don't even know who he was. But I, I enjoyed the sound of music. When I heard music, something did something to me. Like, you know, not only just the pianos and the in the in the strings. And I love to hear the 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 fabric of the music, the fiber optic of the music. Like how did it how does it sound like that? Michael jo- Michael Jackson, you know, had the best engineer that money could ever buy. Like, how does he know like that one little sound? Like so, I was interested in the tech, in the most craziest technological thing, not just for the music, but engineering. Um, those sorts of things was the thing that motivated me to understand it and to hear it. So I I know for me, you know, everybody has their thing, but I know how to EQ vocals based on frequency. Um, I know how to mix vocal. I know what I want to hear in that vocal and what I don't want to hear. Um, so I knew that I know those sorts of things very young because I was paying attention to those things. So Stevie Wonder records, I'm listening. Like, like what is like every you can hear every single instrument played on that record. Every single instrument. So that's the type of thing that kind of interests me. Um, music, yes, because it sounds good, but it's more specifically, uh, those were the things that really, really inspired me. The sound of the record. If it sounds good. Barry White, another one. The sound of the record. No, be in the studio. I, I mean, people don't like to be in the studio. I can be in here hours upon hours upon hours upon hours just going over stuff. I just like the essence of it. So this is what it is for me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, I I go back now and listen to it. Like I was listening to Stevie Wonder, mm. Ribbon, in, Ribbon in the Sky. Yeah. If, if if you cannot figure out the 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 technique of the beat in that in the instrumental of that particular song, the violins and just yeah. the, the uniqueness of all of that, like it's just like, Ooh. yo, hey, Ooh. it takes a long time for him to even sing. It's just a but it's just the instruments yeah. at the beginning. It's just like, hey, I take it. <laughs> it's, it's just something. It's just it's just it's just something about. Um, that music that that if it's done right i mean nowadays you know yeah. I, I don't i'm not gonna get into that you know what i mean but music yeah. back then <laughs> a whole lot of pride was put in not that they don't put any pride into it nowadays but back then you know you wonder how those records are standing the test of time you know how they're still on the charts today you know it's crazy and it's all because I looked at a documentary. It was recording the record. I can't remember what the record was, but they were recording the record. And they had all of these writers in there. It's like everything had to be a certain way. They cut songs like four or five different times to get what they wanted. Michael Jackson was the same way. He did not just accept anything. Like he did a million, he did like four. Michael Jackson did a lot of takes. There's only one person that I heard, Whitney Houston, did, did a song in one take. 
and the take was so good they couldn't they couldn't match it. Um, Aretha Franklin was one of those. Um, she got she said you got two takes and that was it. You can't get what you need from those two takes. She wasn't doing it no more. So because those people came in like we're gonna rock this. Period. It wasn't gonna be nothing else. They're gonna rock it. Nowadays, this computer here, yeah. you can do a, a million different takes. You know, they have real to real, two inch. They have enough money to be buying 90 hours of tape. You know what I'm saying? So it's different, but um, we got to make it do what it do at this point in the time. In this day and age, we got we to gotta do it. We got to come up. We got to do a little better. Yeah. I'm about, okay, so I got this series I do for my podcast called Life and mm-hmm. Times of Music. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much pick either artists or, you know, an album or something. I break it down, talk about it. Mm-hmm. I got an episode I'm about to do. I don't know what I'm going to do, it, but I'm going to do it soon. I want to do mm-hmm. it soon. And it's going to be on Motown. Okay. The whole label. Yeah. And I want, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. The remaining alive Motown artists to get their own biopic. I want a hits. I want a Hitsville movie because I don't think people truly understand what the fuck Motown was. Nah. <laughs> I, I don't think people, that was absolutely Hitsville. <laughs> I don't think people truly understand what the fuck Motown was. Like mm-hmm. you hear these new artists take certain stuff, you don't yeah. understand the Temptations. Like you don't understand. Yeah. I want to hear. You wonder. Like you I don't wanna, understand that. Like it's just it's some people that don't understand. I want to hear what wasn't published. Ooh. I, I know what they have out already. I want to hear, like I'm sure Motown, like like has a vault somewhere where unreleased music. I want to hear that. That's what I'm. Ah oh, man! Oh shit, Debbie. That's what I want to hear. I know Teddy Riley. I I believe got all of Michael Jackson's um. Um, vault music. I want to hear that too. I want to hear that stuff. That is right there. With, it's, that's a national treasure. That oh my god. That, that oh, is a, that is a national treasure. Whoever has that is sitting on a coal mine. I want to like because <sighs> like I was watching this documentary on on Motown and the the uh. Here through the grapevines came up, mm. you know. Marvin Gaye did his, but so did Gladys Knight and the Pips. Yeah, yeah. So I was watching this, and I'm like, wait a minute. So you telling me <laughs> they recorded two versions of the same song, and both of the fucking songs the hell hits? Both of them songs hits. I was like, yo. So you telling me they recorded same song, <laughs> same song, same both songs are hits. Different years, same. I'm like God. No. <laughs> so that was the power of music during that time. That that is that's 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 a big observation. That the power of music at that point, where the same song could be, I'm sure that thing is like a four, five, six times platinum. It's crazy. We, our culture, our music right now gotta get better, man. We gotta get better. <laughs> we gotta get better. So man, I'm I'm looking forward to, to 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 seeing what you're gonna do with that. That's gonna be real hot, for sure. Yeah, because I, I was I was I was like watching this documentary. I'm like, 
they've really recorded the same damn song, the same, same song, hit song. number one. Hit number one at the I'm like, you got the goddamn kidding me. <laughs> like, that's when you just you know it. Like it's just a hit. And, and the way it was, I think I think somebody wrote it and they gave it to Marvin first. Yeah. Or they gave it to the Gladys first and they didn't record it in time. So Marvin recorded it and they put it out. Uh Gladys and them then recorded it and then like Gladys then they were like somehow it's the way somebody put it out first and then they were like, Well, Shit, he already did it, so let's well just put that shit out too. And it, it became worked. a hit. And it, it became worked. a hit. It became it a hit. I was, like, I was like, I was like, that's when you know your shit is just amazing. Like yes. everybody, that's when you know your label is unfucking touchable. Like, uh, <laughs> and I don't even know if they really knew what they was doing at that point. They was just following the essence. They was just following the song. If the song was dope, it had to be somebody who was like, "Yo, we got to put that song out." That song hit twice. The White. same damn song, two different artists. <laughs> like one, wow. One one beat was more one beat was more kind of like mellow. The other one was high, but it, it still was fucking hit, man. God damn. Hitsville. It truly is Hitsville. <laughs> Yo, I I would love to see that 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 archives, man. So if you get a hold of that archives, if somebody say, yo. Ooh. Well, Brand, let me let me let me let me get some of that. Here you go. Let me give you some of this. I would love to hear that. So uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing that project for sure. Yeah, but I that, like, but like, I I think that would be like really dope. Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy, Smokey Robinson, Stevie, all of them like just come together and do like one big ass biopic. <laughs> that shit will sell out quick. Cause I mean, it would. that's too I many, that's that's too many musicians. Yeah, too much, and too much musical history. That's a mm -hmm. lot of history. You're talking about Smokey Robinson. You're talking about. Commodores. <laughs> People get Commodores. Like, who's a part of both? <laughs> like, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They shaped the sound of music, you know, coming they up. They really did. They shaped the sound of music. While we, I guess the 90s was banging, most of those guys was looking at those cats to see what they was doing. Like, those cats was making music. They was actually designing the culture. Couldn't ask for a better man. Our history is rich. Um, we just gotta tap into it, man, and and do better. And, and that's what the essence of what what I really want to do is just kind of just bring that essence of real music back. Not that it's not real right now, but the quality of it is just lacking a little bit, man. So I'm looking forward to that with you, bro, for sure. What What do you think of R and B right now? Like mm -hmm. R and B, the essence of R and B, because there was somebody that said something a couple months ago. Diddy said something. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the hell he was. I think it was Instagram Live or whatever. He was like, R&B is dead. And I'm, I'm, I, when I heard that, I'm like, you killed it, motherfucker. Like, you don't want to that. You killed it, motherfucker. You don't want You got all these R&B artists, and you the one that said it's dead? Like, how the fuck is that possible? Uh -huh. It's not dead. It's 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 just not as 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 popular and out there as it used to be. Um, and, and I think and I, and I think and I think like artists and I think artists like um her, mm. and I hear artists like her and Lucky Day, and all these artists and yes. now Jasmine Sullivan and yes. and, and Coco Jones now getting her yes. respect the love. Yes. And seeing all these artists, you know, Khalid, who I went to go see on Ad Sheeran's show, and this dude yes. got hits on fucking hits on fucking wow. hits. Oh my God. I'm like, this dude is like 20. <laughs> wow. And he got hit on fucking hit. And black. And 
I'm like, they got R&B artists that we just don't particularly, they're in the spotlight, but we don't really give them the proper respect of R&B because we, mm-hmm. we look at R&B differently. We grew up, like yeah. I said, we grew up in, when you grew up like me, when in the 90s, when you had you guys and you had Aaliyah yeah. and Voice to Men and yeah. New Edition, you yeah. had Destiny's Child and all these mm-hmm. other artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R&B's hard to kind of recapture that yeah. heat. <laughs> it's, it's not as popular. Ain't nobody pushing the agenda R&B, man. Ain't nobody pushing. So what, what happens sometimes, and this is what one of my pet peeves are, is... I'm really not going to get out here and try to be that, you know, like that 2023 R&B guy. It's, it's, it wouldn't be as authentic to me if I was to try to do that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to have some elements in, in the music that's going to, it's going to kind of be in time, but I can't be what those guys are doing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not cut from that. I think we have to be authentic to ourselves. R&B is not dead. It's just not as popular because it's not being pushed as other things. R&B talks about love. R&B talks about loving your lady. R&B talks about different problems, not just in the problem, but how you come out of the problem. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, R&B, of course, our nostalgia was being players and all of that sort of stuff. But nowadays, you know, you got a lot of disrespect. You got a lot of, you know, name calling and, and really disrespecting uh, people and all of that sort of thing. Um, we have to get back to what love. Is. I mean, R&B talked about all different type of subjects. You know, that that's where you got your game from. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you know, you you would, you know, people disrespect a woman fast and think that's gonna get you some some game, man. But not that not I I can't do that. I couldn't do that in with with a square mind. I can't do that. Like I, it's just like you can't disrespect yeah. no female. You just can't be calling no yeah. woman. Now, even though you out here got four or five different females, that's disrespectful for what itself. You just mm-hmm. can't be out here doing that stuff, acting crazy and disrespect. You can't do that. Yeah. But I, that's 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 what's pushed. You know, we we're disrespecting a whole bunch of stuff. I I just can't do it. But R and B isn't dead. It is so much, very much so alive. We got to be, as artists, continuing to push that agenda that's going to put R&B, you know, in the conversation. It may not ever be at the top of the game or the food chain because hip-hop and, and trap and all that other stuff is, is killing. But R&B can be, you know, amongst the conversation. So it's room everywhere for everybody. We just got to make room. Yeah. Do you have a favorite artist right now, Desero? Um... You mentioned a lot of them. Her, I like the R and B guys. I don't, I'm not really a trap guy. Not that I don't like it. Um, I do like some of it. Drill. I do like some of it. And I never start. I never start naming names because sometimes it, it gets a little out of hand. And you're like, oh, you didn't like yeah. me. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> but I do like um, uh, uh, the women in the industry right now are killing. Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. Uh, Lazen. Her, lazy, Eric, like those those girls, like pff, killing it. The guys has got to come popping. You know what I mean? We gotta we gotta get up. We gotta get up. So hopefully your boy Kenny J can can contribute to to the guys coming back on the scene and and, and trying to help a little bit. So I'm just gonna put my little my little piece there. <laughs> what is what is the one thing you you take from? 
the era you came up in and this era that you see now? What's the one thing you you realized like, wow, this hasn't changed as much as I thought? Um, the consistency, the the, the influx of music. Um, nowadays, you have the, the 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 internet has has given everybody an opportunity to get their music out. What's not different is back then, um, you had to be good before you even gave be given a shot. You have to not only have your, your your stage show together, your music had to be right, your conversation when you're having interviews got to be right. You just can't get over here running your mouth when you know what you're talking about. Um, back then, um, the consistency of the artists trying to get their craft up to the next level is dope. These days, it's consistent enough where it's just an influx of music everywhere. You got a lot of music everywhere and you can pick and choose what you like. Um, those are the different, those are the same things to me. You know, it, we had opportunities, um, not so much. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna be honest with you. Coming up back in, in the day, it was difficult to get situations unless you were good. Mm. You had to be good. These days, I don't know where they get some so 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 this point. I'm, I'm like, well, what are you talking about now? I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest. And excuse me if I'm, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I heard a song years ago. This was years ago, and this is when it it shifted for me. I heard a song that talked about the stinky leg. Everybody know the stinky leg. So I I was I was I know the song was a hit. I was absolutely floored when I heard that song. I am, I cannot lie to you. I, I could, I said, what are we doing now? I, I couldn't. Now the song was a hit. I understand. It just blew me out. That's, it's actually when, to me, if I can remember right, back, that song blew me away. I was like, we doing what? <laughs> did, did you have that experience? I grew up with that song. So, of course, being in Texas, that was like the, the day. That's that the I, thing. Boy, oh my God. I remember that song came out. My brother was, my brother was doing a dance. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? The what? I like the but, with you. but it worked. It worked. It worked. I it worked. I, I just couldn't understand. How? How yeah. did that work? But it did. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, kudos to, 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 to the artist. I ain't calling his name out, but you know what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we started this by talking about 50 years of hip hop. Right. Did you see the BET Awards? I caught a little bit of it, and I don't watch it as much as I, I, I you used to. Yeah, it, it gets a little. I did see Buster Rhymes, who was one of my one of my favorites. I, I did see um, his comments in true to form. You know, he's from the era where I'm from. A conscious uh, perspective that I enjoy here hearing him. You know, express his thoughts. Um, so great. You know, real um, from the era and did and, and still doing it. So I heard him. I heard him. So everything else, eh. Yeah. Yeah, it, like, because watching it, like, BT Awards used to be exciting. Like, yes. you know, like, 
like BT was like, BT was come on tonight. Oh shit, ain't no. I'm not having it. I'm three hours out. Ain't don't nothing. talk to me. I don't give a shit what you're saying over there. Ain't, I don't give a fuck. I'm good. Like, yeah. But, but like, I'm watching this, and the first performance comes on for the 50 year anniversary. MC Light, Big Daddy Kane. I'm like, yeah. My mom dancing because that's her era. <laughs> like, I, so like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. as it continues to, to go along, it continues to go along. I'm watching this shit and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, like this is BT. This is 50 years of hip hop. This is our culture. And this the best Black you can entertainment do? TV. Man. Yeah, like and I'm like, this is the best you entertainment can TV. Do? I'm like, this is the best I can do. Where's LL? Where's you know what I'm saying? Where's where's Jay? Like, yo. where's Nas? Where's Everybody that hit, everybody that hit hip hop in its beginning stage should have been there. Everybody, everybody that's everybody, everybody, everybody that should have, everybody should have been there. Everybody should have been there. And, it got to the point. Um, it got to the like. It I got to the point where like, yeah, it got to the point where these young, these young artists. I'm like on stage. I'm like, what the. I grew up, I'm like, these motherfuckers my age. Like, like yeah. they should not be a part of the 50 years of hip-hop. Nigga, me and you graduated high school the same year. You should not be a part of the 50 <laughs> years of hip-hop. The fuck is going on with this? Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm looking at this shit. You graduated high school to go. You should yeah. not be. So, like, so let me ask a question. Let me, let me ask a question. So what okay. area do you think should have been there? I think the pi I think the pioneers. I think the pioneers. You got these pioneers on this small ass stage. You got these these can't rap for shit artists on the big stage. They should fucking completely flip flop. I don't know why BT thought that so, was a good so, idea. So so give me a year. Start at a year and give me an ending year when you thought it was should, they, be, or should they, be like they, any artist overpassed this year. They did the right thing. They did the right thing having Sugar Hill Gang. And MC Light and all of them, mm -hmm. but it, where it lost me at was mm -hmm. like when they came back and it wasn't. You didn't have LL, you didn't have Run DMC, you didn't have Dev Jam ever. Mm -hmm. Like the beginning mm -hmm. of Dev Jam, you had Ooh. none of them. Like I'm like, you have no LL, you have no Run DMC. Hell, Beastie Boys, you could have had somebody <laughs> like, like from the beginning of Dev Jam. None of that. Because Dev, like I'm like Dev Jam, that is the beginning of hip hop. That's the first real. Rap label, they had none of that shit. I'm like, that, what? That whole roster should have been in there. I'm like, bruh, what the fuck is this? Like, you have no Dev Jam. That is literally the the, the rap institution. That's, that's still standing, by the way. That's the still. It's still standing, by the way. You have none of those artists. You you the West Coast like they did the West Coast. You had no Snoop, no Cube. You had no, 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 no. Wow. I wonder. Okay, so, so I, I kind of, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I want to know like what the vision was for it because if if it didn't work out that way just because of logistic purposes or can't can't get them there or they're on tour or whatever the case may be, I understand that. Yeah. They should have at least been honored. They should have had at least, you know, from that beginning era of hip hop. To when it phased off into something else, because right now hip hop ain't really hip hop. 
right now hip hop yeah. is pop hop. I don't know what it is, but it's something <laughs> something a lot different than hip hop. Yo, that's the best. That's the best goddamn word to put. It's pop hop. It really is because it's not yeah, it's no not hip hop. It's, it's pop hop. It's, it's no yeah. It's it's that. I mean, like I got favorite rappers. Right. I got favorite rappers. My favorite rapper, like my favorite rapper right now, to me is J Cole. That's the best that's, rapper. I like that. To me, I like J Cole's the best rapper. If you ask me who's the best artist in hip hop, mm-hmm. it's Drake. It's not even close. It's yeah. Drake, not even close. But that's me. I agree. I don't think Drake is I don't think Drake is a better rapper than J. Cole, but I don't think J. Cole do the shit that Drake does. Absolutely. That's, but that's balance. Two different things. That's Two balance. Things. Two different things. Everybody I, had their era. Um, I love the big, I love pop, um, I love Jay. Um, I love Buster. Buster to me, I'm glad he got honored. He is probably one of the dopest MCs that of has ever time. touched the mic. Yeah. Came he's been doing that since leaders of the new school back in the day. Dude was <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was I'm bring, probably I'm bringing bring you back. I'm bringing you back. I'm bringing you back. Like, you, you, like, you, recall, <laughs> you recalling the you recalling the moment. Like y'all remember this. I remember that shit. <laughs> well, I heard um I heard DOS effects. I heard um so many different I hate calling out names, but I just heard so many different people back in those days. Everybody has something different that they did. Different. Yeah. You wasn't fooling with, with Buster. Buster was killing. Killing. You couldn't fool with Bust. Bust was was dope. So I loved him when Wuha with Violators and all of that stuff came popping. Nah, they had that era. They had those years locked. Locked. So I'm glad he got an award and I'm glad they honored him. You know, big, as short as his career was to have so much of an impact in the culture. Dope. Tupac. Uh, very unfortunate, you know, demises, but, you know, that's just the effect of it, you know, when you really do way too yeah. much, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, rest in peace to them. And, um, you know, we, we got to be a little more better stewards over what we have now um, to make sure that, you know, the legacy um, after the, after that 50 year of hip hop that we, you know, try to get ourselves together to see what happens to the next 50. So, because how they're rolling right now, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. It's gonna be a rough ride. I wanna know what the next fifty years is gonna be like for hip hop. If they have another anniversary, how that's gonna look. She give me twenty can we get twenty five? Can we see seventy five years? I don't know. There's um, so much going oh on. Oh my god. I don't yeah. I don't oh my god. Hip hop right now, man, is so Fuck, you got to pick and choose. <laughs> like, and, mm-hmm. and this is what I say balance because for all the rappers that are out right now and doing the thing, and I like, I, 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 I fuck with a lot of those rappers. Mm-hmm. But there are rappers that are hot and they can really be the balance. Yeah. And to me, there's artists like J.I.D. and Carday and Erd Gang. And there's rappers out there, Davies, mm-hmm. like artists mm-hmm. like that that are genuinely good rappers that doesn't always bring that energy. And it's just like yeah. they enjoy the, the they enjoy the, the 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 rock. They enjoy the the, the craft. You know what I mean? The balance. Where is it? Because that is what used to kill the champagne popping 
I'm on a yacht yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, that was short-lived, man. I, I tend to like conscious talkers and people that's helping our, our community. Um, it's okay to pop, you know, okay to, you know, you know, yeah. do the stinky legs, okay to you know, drop it like it's hot and, and all that. It's okay to do all of that, but damn, it can't be the whole thing you talk about. It's got to be yeah. something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, is Jay-Z talking about selling packs and bricks and all that sort of stuff? Like, right now, like, and, like and, and, and you got to evolve. Yeah, and that's the thing about this. These young kids today don't have no respect for the fucking craft, and they don't have no respect for the people that paid away for their stupid ass. Like I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm looking, I'm listening to some of these people. Mm. I ain't never heard of Pac. I don't know who Pac is. I'm like, you never heard of Pac? Some of these people be saying shit like this. I'm like, you never heard of Pac? Like you are dumb as a motherfucker. So who? So who you listen to? <laughs> who they listen to? Because and that's the thing. They listen to whoever was hot when they started really listening to music. So it's like. Some people, I've heard some people say I listen to Chief Keef, and I was like, Chief Keef? That's the first, I'm like, that's the first artist you fucking listen to in hip-hop? Like, good luck with your music, because I have no idea what, what you gonna do, kid. Like, when that when that dies down, and my thing is this, like, and, and like, Wayne is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. if you say Lil Wayne, but just because right. you look like him, don't mean you rap like him. That's <laughs> That's a whole, and he was raised in those eras where it was mm. killing. He, he took over. He about took over an era by himself, if if you, if I can remember correct. You know what I mean? So instead of these young kids saying, "Okay, let me study him and see what his lyrical content was back then," let me see what he was talking about then when when, when Cash Money was coming up to where he is now. It, it's an evolution. Every step he was taking was an evolution. So it's like. The groundwork has been laid, but some of them folks ain't really paying attention to it. So that's what we got to do. Pay attention. Do your study, man. Study your history. Know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's... We go on and on about this goddamn era. This era is so Absolutely. goddamn... This era is so goddamn... I don't know it. I don't yeah. know. It's so hard to kind of just be like... You, you get to the point where you just... I don't fucking know. No more. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever hot to you is hot to you, man. I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna go back and listen to this '90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go That's back and listen to sure. this '90s, man. And I do that. I do that often. I go back yeah, and I do that. that too. I like. I, like, I, now, I don't know. That. I don't know. Like what's on the radio right now. I don't want to hear that. I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. <clears throat> yeah. Before I let you get out of here, man. Yeah, man. What is one? What is one thing, man? That as an artist, you can tell to these artists out here because you've been doing this for so long, man. What is mm-hmm. one thing that you can tell an artist? about being true to self in this industry? Because it's hard as hell to find an artist that's true to self. Uh, be conscious of what's right and be conscious of what's wrong. Don't mm. condition your mind um, to think that right is wrong and wrong is right. Um, mm. I think we have a conscious, we have an ability to follow what we see, whether it's right or wrong. And we get ourselves caught in situations that push us way out of our our, our focus, and we can't get back to where we start. So we have to distinguish. We have to know what's right, and we have to know what's wrong, and don't ever be comp- don't ever compromise those two. Don't ever compromise it. When you know what right is, follow that. When you know what's wrong, don't follow that, because that's going to ultimately be the reason for your demise. You know what I mean? I'm not saying follow 
anybody's way of life, but you know what's wrong. Everybody has a level of what's right and what's wrong. Think before you do some, some something stupid. Think. Pay attention. Don't have nobody put you in no stupid condi- stupid situation just because you, you're trying to get a buck. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It's a whole lot of ways out here making money as opposed to stepping on people, disrespecting people, you know, stealing from them and all that sort of stuff, man. Know what's right. Know what's wrong. Know the difference and distinguish them and put them both in the rightful place. That's as simple as I can get you. That's the best, man. Thank you for doing this one more time, man. Yeah, tell, sure. what, tell everybody where they can find your music. Tell everybody yeah. where they can find you on social media. If you got social yeah. media, man, tell them everything. Yeah, man. I'm on TikTok at Kenny J. Wilkins, the number seven. I'm on Instagram at Kenny Wilkins. I'm on Facebook at Kenny J. Wilkins. And I'm on um, Facebook at Kenny J. You can reach me on all of that. I'm on everything, every digital media. You can find my music on YouTube, um, Kenny J. Music Wilkins. I'm sorry, Kenny J. Music. Kenny J. Wilkins music. <laughs> and um, you can find me on all that. You know, my music is on Insta- uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever. You can find it everywhere. <laughs> Love is all we need. It's popping. We'll grab you a copy, listen to it, man, and let it inspire you and encourage you to love everybody and treat everybody like you want them to treat you. So that's what it is, man. Appreciate you, Brandon, man. You, you, you're the truth, man. Thanks so much for inviting me on your man, program. Man, thank you for sitting down doing this with me, man. Opening yes, up, man, doing this. I appreciate it, man. Yes. And like I said, like I said, anytime I sit down with a legend, Oh, it's, man, it's, cut that always, it's always it's always a moment, man. I appreciate man, it, man. Man, call me Zorro, bro. Zorro. <laughs> I appreciate you, though, man. Salute to you, man. Salute to you, man. Thank right. you, man. Enjoy the rest of your night, man. I right, absolutely, man. We'll talk. Yeah. All right. Peace. All right, peace.